0: Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. My name is Sam, if you don't know that already, and I'm going to be giving you mindset shifts to lose weight so you can become the most confident and unstoppable version of yourself in work and life. Seriously, I'm just going to be giving you doses of realness and reminders of how badass you already are. And so I'm really excited that you're spending time here and I appreciate you and love you so much. Now let's dive into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have an incredible... Woman. Her name is Colleen McNally. And she is a tarot reader, a spiritual guide and healer. She is one of the most bubbly, energetic, like creative people that I know. (laughs) And she was also a past client of mine and now is thriving, living her best life, and helping others heal. Um, she also has an incredible Etsy shop. She has a free community group called Witches Brew. And I'm just so excited to introduce you guys to Colleen. Hi, Colleen!
1: Hey Sam, how is it? How is everybody?
0: <laughs> Partying over here! <laughs> I'm so excited to put you on and share you. Thank you, with my audience. So for people, I'm so that, excited to be here. Yeah, for people that don't know you, um, could you share just a little bit about yourself? Who you are? Where you're living these days? What you're what you're kind of up to?
1: Sure. Um, I'm Colleen. I. For during the day, I work for municipal government, actually, and um, I'm a mom yeah. and I tarot and all this other healing type of stuff that I love to do is more so my side gig, even though it's my more so my passion in life. Um, But it's kind of more so what I do on the side, at least for as of right now. Um, I'm living in Long Beach Island, which is a small little beach island on the coast of New Jersey, if other people aren't familiar with it. Um, But yeah, I think think that's it.
0: Amazing. (laughs) I love it. Um. So how did you like find the tarot? Like what, what made you get into this? And for people that don't have any idea what it is, can you mm-hmm. kind of explain a little bit of that journey of you finding it and then what it actually is?
1: Yes. Um, so I was definitely into all of this stuff. Um, when I was a kid, um, when I was a teenager, I used to steal a lot of stuff and just- I actually stole um a tarot deck from Barnes and Noble mm. and um I honestly just carried it with me because I felt like I would probably have some bad juju if I ever threw it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Barnes and Noble would come and find
1: you. <laughs> Barnes and Noble and like crazy tarot spirit guides, I don't know. But um <laughs> so I think it was it was about like two going on 3 years ago I kind of just looked at that tarot deck and I was like I think it's time to learn that. Um, so that's kind of what I did. And I took some online courses. I took, um, an online course from Biddy Tarot and she does a lot of classic definitions of the, the tarot. And then I also took another online class from a woman named Lindsay Mack and she rewrote a lot of the definitions of the tarot. Um, so they come from a little bit more of a sold center, um, place as opposed to a lot of these fear-driven definitions of the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how I got into it. And what was your second question?
0: Just like, what is it? Like, for people who have no idea, they're just like, what is that thing, that card that people, like, watch?
1: (laughs) Okay. So the tarot is an introspective look of this present moment. I think a lot of people, um, are a afraid of the tarot, which is why I kind of go off and teach, um, like Lindsay's method, because a lot of these cards people are just scared of. And, and it's hard because you pull certain ones and people are like, Oh my God. And you're like, no, really it's, it's okay. Like all medicine is good. We can only grow from all of this, but it's mostly an introspective look into the present moment. Um, It can be confirming in a lot of ways. Um, It can open doors to things that you're not necessarily seeing. Um, But the other thing is, is the tarot, as much as with all energetic things, is all about free will. So even though the tarot presents certain outcomes or this is what could happen if you follow in this path, um, it's more so you have the free will to change that at any time. So I kind of always like to say it's like a birthday invitation. I love that. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so someone sends you an invitation to a party, and, and you get to go or you don't get to go. Um, RSVP, yes or no. So it's very similar to that. So even if there's something there that you're like, oh well, that's really interesting, but I would never go about it that way. Um, that is completely fine. What happens in tarot? So it's just more of like an introspective tool. Yeah. Does that make sense? Did I, totally. I clarify your question for you?
0: <laughs> and I think, I think like talking about it in this very, like almost elementary way is so important, especially yeah. in the spiritual space that can seem so woo woo and like, Buh. I know that yeah. was my perception of it at first, I was like, what is this? This seems like voodoo, like magic, witch stuff. And I like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that means, you know? And so yeah. I think there's a lot of stigma and a lot of lack of clarity around it. And so for people listening, whether you've had experience with tarot or not, I think it's just helpful to ground the practice in a, like you talked about that free will, like it's just a thing you can choose to believe it or not. It's not pushy in your face. It's just like, it's a reading, you know? Yeah. And that's how I felt when you, so for everyone listening, like Colleen did a reading for me, what was it last year? Uh, last January or February. Mm-hmm. And it was very enlightening for me because it affirmed what I was feeling, yeah. which was a serious pivot, um, trusting like my intuition to to take the next step in my business and in my own personal growth and digging into something that was like um that wasn't seen, which was the mindset piece that I had been so resistant towards doing, because I was so scared that I was going yeah. to, my business was going to collapse. <laughs> I made a pivot and changed. And, and you pulled these cards to me and I was like, I remember reading them and crying, being like, Oh my <laughs> God, I don't even know if this is truth, but I now feel validated. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really helpful to just help me trust in myself in a certain sense. Like I could have denied it, but it was like, I'm going to go with this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like you. I've, we've done two readings together, and I feel like your second one also was like, "Go, Sam, go!" Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally.
0: Yeah. The most yeah. one that we did together was about um, teaching. I think. Uh huh. Mostly about teaching and and taking that next step. Now that I've embodied what I can teach now it's like time to step up and be a leader and teach it and it's it's happening very fast I'm like whoa it's kind of crazy you know the yeah and and feeling like that was already happening but then you did the reading I was like oh yeah it's I don't even know what this is but I'm just gonna go with it you know yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I trust Um, so I guess from a logistical standpoint too like can you talk about the actual like tarot deck and like what the cards look like or what they kind of like what the actual setup looks like?
1: Yeah. Um, So there are three different types of cards in the tarot. Um, they're called the major and the minor arcana. The minor arcanas are separated into two groups. Um, there are the numerical numbers. And then after that, there's these um, cards called the court cards. And if anybody has ever maybe even seen images of them online, they're the ones that say page, king, queen, court, or king whatever i don't know what i just said anyways <laughs> um so the major arcana cards um those ones are mostly labeled things like the empress uh the emperor the wheel of fortune um then we kind of go into the scary spiky ones that a lot of people get afraid of and that's like the devil the tower death um and stuff like that these cards are more so these um like very larger life lessons, very karmic experiences. They are more so things that happen to us that we. The te- the tarot teaches us so much about surrendering. So it's a lot of like energies that happen to us mm-hmm. that we have to let go and w- let them move through us. So, for an example, if I gave you a reading. Um, And a lot of the cards in them were major arcana cards. I would more so see these as repetitive life lessons that you need to learn. So um, they're bigger energies. The minor arcana, the number ones, the numbers from one through 10, Mm -hmm. those ones are a little bit more of like a blip. So if I pulled for you, um, let's say the four of wands, which is all about like partying and celebration, I would more so say that this is a moment in time that you are just experiencing this one thing. So they're more like day-to-day energies, um, things that turn over pretty quickly. Um, So if you had a reading that was mostly minors, I would just be like, oh, like she's just kind of rolling through things right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the court cards, which are a part of that as well. um, I personally read them as personality types that we all have and if they need to come forth or go back. So let's say we pull the queen of wands and she's very social, she reminds me a lot of you Sam. She's very social, she's very chatty, very easy to talk to. Um she can walk into a room and everyone's like, "Damn, who is that girl?" like <laughs> 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 So like in a reading, depending on what the other cards are around, I could either say to you Sam with this situation you need to be a little bit more chatty you need to bring yourself forward a little bit or depending on what's around them I might be like dude you need to simmer down Sam like
0: (laughs) calm it down
1: (laughs) yeah so it's either stuff that you need to kind of bring forward or back like depending on the the card that's drawn yeah
0: so yeah. cool! Oh my gosh! And I remember, like, <laughs> I I pulled up my reading to my most recent one, and I figured mm-hmm. I could maybe share a little bit with everyone listening too, because then maybe we could dissect it so people can understand.
1: Sure. Um,
0: what that's like, but I think the the cards that you pulled for me were the King of Swords, mm-hmm. um, the Fool, the Three of Wands, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the, I think those were the three cards. Um, okay. So could you? um, share a little bit about that, or I can even read the part of the reading if that's helpful for you.
1: Um, I'll share it. it. So, (laughs) um, my other kind of technique with the, the court cards, and I told you the story, is I kind of relate them to other people, um, so you kind of get an, a bigger idea of, like, the energy around the card. So, for the King of Swords, I kind of always relate to Martin Luther King Jr. Um, so the King of Swords energy is, bringing forth truth and it's um so Martin Luther King like always the stuff that he said you know didn't fly with everybody and some people got really pissed off some people were like whoa like MLK like you know what I mean but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing was is that he always arrived in his truth um and it needs to come out and it needs to be resented. so the king of swords has very much like an out energy. So for you, that could be more so making sure that you are living in your truth, that you are making and creating things that are like really true to you and to who you are. Um, The fool card is one of my most favorite cards. Most people think that it is more so stepping into the unknown, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's more so when you feel that feeling in your stomach that you're like, oh, like I need to do this, or I need to go into that direction, the fool is that intuition of being like, come on and follow me. So the fool is always the natural next step. So it's not this unknown leap because you're aware of it, right? Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And when you say it too, it's like so funny because you know, for you guys listening, like I, I'm starting to teach more and I'm releasing a course on the very thing. That's like my life's work, which is like, stop using food to cope with life's unhappiness so that you can achieve the body that you want so that you can show up and the rest of your life feeling good. Yeah. And like, I have never been able to articulate it quite like that until very recently. And reading that card, I remember being like, that's the scary thing I have to do is yeah. like, <laughs> like teach people how to do this on their own because I can't help everyone one-on-one.
1: Yeah. And, like
0: when I read that, I was like, it like it was a gut punch.
1: Was, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh the signs have come in. Yeah. The spirits have spoken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So and then like the um the three of wands. Is normally just movement forward. So the wand suit, um, so all the minor arcanas are represented in those little elements. So you have the wands. The wands is a element of fire. So for me, that could also just notify that that this is something passionate for you and that it's fiery, it's a drive. And the three of wands is more so like a movement forward. So for me, with all of that, I feel like you have your truths. You have this gut calling for you, and then the Three of Wands is being like, "Go, Sam! It's party time! Like, <laughs> totally it's time to go forward." You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is so exciting to just hear because sometimes it's like so easy to just get a, get in our own heads.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so for you guys listening, like, if you've never done one of these, I think it's a really cool, just like perspective on your life that. You can as, like, like Colleen's saying, like you can see it as truth or not, and like you mm-hmm. can do whatever parts of it that you want. But it's it's really nice to get that secondary affirmation or validation on what you've been feeling. If it feels, yeah. like, I don't even know how to describe this thing because that's how I felt before reading it. It was almost mm-hmm. like, you told me what I was feeling. I didn't know how to express it, and it yeah, was, oh, this aha light bulb moment for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel like the te- like. I don't know. Like the tarot can be answers so many different questions and I love how you brought up before like we did a business spread. And I feel like it's um I don't there's just so many things that the the tarot can answer for you and just even like giving you direction or like kind of like I said before even if it's a direction that you don't want to go in mm-hmm. just to be like, "Oh, well I never even knew that was a possibility." And I definitely don't want that. Like, I feel like that speaks as much as being like, oh, wow, I'm in the right spot. This is exactly what I want. This is the confirmation for me to stop being afraid and, like, move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that's why
0: people do the tarot readings to get that clarity on maybe a situation or in their life or what they're experiencing?
1: Yeah, I definitely do. Um I think whether people come to you just for fun, um, you know, I do like have done like girls parties and stuff like that, but I think that no matter what somebody goes to the tarot for is that they're looking for something, whether it's an, an an answer, if it's confirmation, but they don't seek you out for no reason, you know? Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's, what's the, um, have you had your, like, do you do your own readings actually? Or does I do okay
1: so I do my own pretty much every day I will I I will source out a reading when I feel like I'm trying to manipulate the cards to make them work for me or <laughs> make them be like what I want to hear so then I usually text a friend or something that also reads tarot and I'm like I have this question can you tell me honestly what it means and not what I wanted to say <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> you yeah. know Yeah. And
0: (laughs) so what is your recommendation for how often someone would do something like this?
1: I think it depends on, I think if it's you wanting to have your own tarot practice, um, I think doing tarot every day is really great for that. Like self check-ins, um, what is my energy like today? Things like that. Um, and I think if it's not Someone so someone more like you who doesn't necessarily practice tarot on your own. I I think it's like however much you like see fit. You know what I mean? When you're just like, I really need to know this. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Where I'm going with that? (laughs) Totally. As much as you need to, or as little as you need to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why does it matter to know your own energy? Oh. Hmm.
1: Um, such a good question. I think before having my own tarot practice, there would be days that, you know, I would just go through like ho-hum and, and like things spike up or trickle in for me. And I'd be like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what that is. And then I think it was like frustrating that I'd be like, where is this coming from? Or why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. But when I started pulling cards for myself, it, it's just that little reflection of being like, oh, well, this little frustration that I'm feeling. So for example, we'll say like, this one card is popping up for me a lot lately. So it's the devil card, which is all about self-limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. um, keeping yourself in a safe place. Yeah. that is actually not safe. It's inhibiting your growth. Um, so let's say prior to pulling tarot, like I would be kind of in a little mental shit cycle of being like, don't do that. Like that's too scary. Um, maybe taking this leap is, is not the best idea. We don't even know it's going to work out. And then let's say I pull the devil card for me. That's being like, well, that's just your stupid ego talking to you and trying to keep you down and trying to keep you playing small. So then I'd be like, all right, like, thanks brain, but I'm actually going to go for it instead of just Mm -hmm. being caught in that shit cycle, like mental shit cycle. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like it it makes you conscious again, like to know what your truth is versus what your ego is telling you, which is like, stay safe. Don't do anything outside your comfort zone, even if it's going to benefit you it's still scary. Hey friends, Sam here, interrupting your episode really quickly, but I just wanted to remind you that Breakthrough the Binge is officially here. I'm so stoked for this. It's been a long time coming, months in the works, and it is officially open for enrollment. Breakthrough the Binge is an eight-week online course to help you stop emotionally eating, overeating, binge eating, and finally just feel confident in your body, take control of life and feel unstoppable. Whether you want to lose weight or not, this course is for you if you want to heal your relationship with food, and I would love for you to be a part of it. As a part of it, you're going to get group coaching calls, access to over eight hours worth of video content, and you get to work with me. It's amazing. If that sounds like something that you need, then head over to the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can just head out to the show notes. There'll be a link there. You can sign up. As long as you get in before May 29th, you will be part of this course. We kick off on June 1st. I can't wait to see you there. If you have any questions, just DM me and I would be happy to answer them. All right, just wanted to pop in and remind you that the course is officially open. Now let's head back to the episode. That's like, that's such a great practice to get into you guys, like whether it's with tarot or not. Like mm-hmm. doing these energy check-ins, I do these very often with myself. Um, often in the morning, like I'll rate myself one through a hundred. Like, how's my energy, and like, yeah. how full is my battery? Because especially like after a a full night's sleep, if you don't feel a hundred, something's probably going on. Yeah, and that happened to me this morning. Actually, I woke up. I had the best fucking sleep. Like, like you know when <laughs> you sleep like a rock and you're like, did I die in my bed? And then like rise again, like resurrect. That's how it felt. And I woke up and I was like, something's, something's off. Like, I just don't feel myself. Like I'm a little, Mm -hmm. a little irritated. I'm like annoyed at people and things. I don't want (laughs) to. I'm feeling
1: that way today too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Like, and I'm like, it's not like the world hasn't just suddenly shifted. It's totally me. Like something's going on. So yeah, it was, actually like doing that self-reflection was actually really helpful for me because I went and I wrote and I realized, oh, I know what it is. And it was something that happened, like a a conversation that my boyfriend and I had and it, it irked me and I didn't fully express myself. And so I was like holding it in and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's it. I have this yeah. like, bottled up shit and I wouldn't have known. And then I probably would have emotionally ate and I would have just sat on the couch and not gone on my walk. <laughs> like it spirals, you know? It like, spirals you out. Don't do, that. <laughs> exactly. you don't do that like inner check-in. Like what am I noticing right now? And I was like, yeah. I am noticing an annoyed Sam. And that's <laughs> <about>
1: that. <laughs> I know. And it's so hard. Like I feel like even especially now, like we're all trapped in our houses and, we're only stuck with ourselves right now, which I think is the freaking beauty of all this stuff is, you know, we're being forced to confront a lot of things about ourselves because there's no one else. So it's just kind of like,
0: <laughs> you're like, where is
1: all this shit coming from? Like, whether it's, you know, good or bad, it's, I don't know. I think Corona is like giving us the chance to be like, where's all these deep seated feelings coming from? Like, <laughs> 100%. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I think
0: like yes, like corona is is fucking scary, right? It's like there's a lot of fear and scarcity and anxiety around it and like acknowledging that that's like super real, but yeah. also it's such a chance for us to like wake up to our own shit,
1: you know, mm-hmm. like
0: and like just dis- discover our beliefs, like our limiting beliefs and like what we actually think that we don't really yeah. to face. I know for me like a lot of stuff. Like I did a lot of this work this past year and so I'm I feel like I'm in a much better. Like if this happened a year ago, I would be a fucking shit show. Yeah, scarcity, <laughs> like, like feeling like I was gonna go broke, like my business failing, myself. Like I would have yeah into a fucking coma. Like I just know that. Like my binge eating would have resurrected, and <laughs> if, I, if I wasn't like grounded. And now, Mm -hmm. and I still have those days. I don't know about you, but it's like, God, get me out of this fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) I just go and frolic outside. (laughs) I know. But then like, okay, I'm super grateful I don't have Corona. And I'm super grateful that I do have this beautiful business and I'm healthy. And like, so it's like finding that line. Yeah.
1: It's all about the perspective. It's, I mean, just even like, um. I I think that's kind of the thing that I teach with all those cards that kind of pop out when people like get scared. And I'm just like, but wait, like, granted, these cards like don't feel good. Granted, their experience isn't great. But on the other flip side of that, like the medicine of these are so rich and so important. So it's kind of like, how do we find comfort in discomfort? You know what I mean? Like, And, um, I had, I used to do yoga a lot and I had a yoga teacher once that said that, like, have you, have you ever been in a yoga pose long enough to find out what happens after the discomfort of a pose? And I'm like, no, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, how long do you really stick with that discomfort before you try to like rush and be like, okay, we're done. (laughs) Totally.
0: You know what I mean? It's like like that quote, the only way around is through." Yeah right? It's like, because you just keep avoiding it. Yeah. And it comes up and it gets bigger or it comes mm-hmm. up and it gets even bigger. And then soon it's like a little thing happens and it's like, ah! and it's yeah. <laughs> explosion. And, and it's hard. Like it is h- hard fucking work to do to deep, like do that deep seated, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and doing that with with intention of like, okay, I'm going to go there slowly and at my own pace. And I think Mm -hmm. if anything, that's kind of what I'm hearing you say is like the tarot gives you a chance to do a little bit of self-investigation, like archaeology of yourself, like little, little, little digging away.
1: Yeah, it totally does. And I mean, there's, so there's 78 cards in the tarot and I think out of all of them, there's only really two of them that say it's okay to move really fast right now um most of all of them are like slow down take your time stay here as long as you need like you know what I mean it's just like human it's just human nature to like want to rush or if you have healing like you already want to get on the other side of it or if you just started a new project you're like I want it to be in completion right now and that's just such human nature to want that. So I feel like the tarot is like, oh, well, that's like the yang, but here's the yin. <laughs> like, how do you slow it down? Really put yourself into it, like no matter what you're doing and make the time and dedication to do it the right way.
0: You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Do you struggle with slowing down?
1: Yes. Um, so I get readings a lot too. I have a girlfriend who's a medium and that's always her thing with me. She's like, you're too young. You're too young. You just like, you get ideas and you go, you don't mm-hmm. sit with them or plan them out or map it out. You just like go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why like meditation and like the tarot and stuff like that. It's really important for me because it's like, you also have to listen. You have to make that space to listen. Um, I mean, depending on your spiritual religious background, like that's, you can say that's listening to God, that's listening to your spirit guide, that's listening to your intuition. Like, do you make space to hear it or do you just go? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Where does, if, if you're open to sharing, where Mm -hmm. did your go, 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 um, come from?
1: Um, Sam, as you know, <laughs> I struggle a lot with being not enough. Um, it comes a lot from my childhood. Um, my father was never... I think I'm a lot like my dad. So I think he uh, projects a lot of his stuff onto me. Yeah. So I think he always... I think in his mind, he's pushing me to do better, but it's actually me being like, that's not enough. That's not enough. This is never enough. Like you still that, like what I just did, you're like, yeah, that's great. But here, let's do this. And I'm like, no, but what about this? (laughs) So a lot of my eating habits that like we worked on, um, it's so much constriction of like not being enough. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I can relate 100. percent. Same thing. Yeah, with it's like the perfectionist yes. in him has translated into my own perfectionist feeling. Uh-huh. Like what, and and, and so something a, a prompt that I've used to help overcome this. I won't say I'm like no one's ever going to be fully healed of that, but yeah, is like, well, when's enough? Like, what's mm-hmm. enough? Yeah, like, finding that space that feels like, okay, enough is enough. Right. Like, because if I spend my whole life chasing the next thing and like, go, 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 do, 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 like you never get to soak in and enjoy the moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I,
0: I've recently just like come to that through having to slow down. Like I went on that 10 day silent meditation, like doing the readings with you, like doing some of these practices to help me slow like breathing like that's a new mm-hmm. concept you know like
1: uh, oh, wow <laughs> breath. breath work is the jam <laughs> I also do a lot of breath work
0: it's so powerful and I used to think it was such bullshit I was like these people are just like sitting in their fucking yeah. arms breathing <laughs> the hell like you have I to do. I got shit to do and it's like Oh my God. Like I, I, I can still resonate with the, like, I have shit to do, but I also feel like there's a need for the slowness and the fastest, like those two things. Yeah. They can Mm -hmm. together, but there's a time for both. And I was like, like a hundred mile an hour world. And I feel like you were, that's kind of what you said too. And yeah, that's most of us. And that's also what I think quarantine has totally shown us is what happens when you have to. Slow down. Mm-hmm. There's no other option.
1: Yeah. It's like I don't like you said before, like coronavirus, like is not awesome. People being sick is not awesome. But this this freeze frame that we have, and it's on a global scale. Like it's not even just Pennsylvania and New Jersey. It's global. Like I I feel bad because I don't want to make it seem like coronavirus is really cool, but like that whole frozen thing is like so energetically epic. (laughs) Like it's wild.
0: Yeah. If the universe had to get a tarot reading, which cards would it get pulled? (laughs) Right now?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um. So it's very interesting because a lot of people have been coming to me for like readings, especially at this time, and the same ones honestly like pop up. So. The Wheel of Fortune came up during the start of all of this. So the Wheel of Fortune is about staying present in the middle of change. So the Wheel of Fortune um, is always about good luck. There's never a bad turn on the wheel. But so like if you guys have ever run a bicycle and someone sticks a um, stick in your spokes, like you would fall off. Mm-hmm. So that's the wheel of fortune is it, everything is moving. Everything is changing so fast and you have to stay in that center where the wheel doesn't move because otherwise you're going to get stuck in the spokes and you're just going to be like, ah! like, <laughs> like <laughs> so relatable really crazy person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the next card that came up a lot was the star card. And that's like the deepest healer in the deck. Um, It comes after all of those crazy shitty cards that most people are afraid of. And (laughs) so it's just like a moment where you're just like, dude, you need to like cry, release, um, whatever it is, just get it out. Be here for as long as you need to, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And then um, the other card that's been popping up a lot right now is the nine of swords, which is all about self-inflicted anxiety um, nightmares. A lot of people have been having nightmares lately. I've been hearing collectively, um, but it's all self-induced. And the sword suit kind of invite us into stepping out of that mental realm and that shit show cycle, and kind of stepping out of that and being like, well, even though this is what I feel and my feelings are valid, but a like is that what's going on externally around me, and or b what can I do to regain my power and make me feel more in control again, less anxious, um and stuff like that. So yeah. m- very much like about recentering, but that's beautiful. those are the three yeah.
0: <laughs> totally. Do you think the tarot has helped you find your center?
1: Absolutely. Um I mean like I said, it's just every day when I do carpools, it's I'm just so much more mindful of my energy or if it's like, depending on the cards, I'll be like, all right, well, I might have like a tower day, which can at times be really intense. So then that way I'm just like a lot more gentle on myself. Mm -hmm. And if I just like would rather sit on the couch and watch TV, like I'd make that space and be like, dude, this is, (laughs) this is the best I can do today. And this is the best. And I'm totally happy to be here or you know what I mean? So it it just makes me a lot more gentler on myself, a lot more accepting of my energy. And then, yeah, I think that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Self-acceptance. That's so beautiful. in a a place where we, we do so much judging of ourselves and others. It's Mm -hmm. it's so nice to hear that that can be a gift from a reading. Yeah. And, And you guys, whether you pull tarot cards or you get tarot readings or whatever, like It doesn't have to be these cards. It can be anything that just helps you Mm -hmm. do that, like, reflection inwards of, like, where where am I at right now, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll just snooze the alarm ten times, get up, and, like, fucking jump on our computers. And it's, like, that's not okay because then it gets to midday and you're, like, why am I so frustrated with everything, you know? Yeah. Because you've, like, never – you didn't even ask yourself how you're doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i know it's it's hard because then like when you start having all those emotions where you're like where's this coming from or why do i feel like that it's like like you said before it's like that self check-in like where are you at today where are these stories coming from like yeah you know what i mean and the more that we dive deep and find the root of the cause it's so much more manageable than just running around like a Upset, stressed out, crazy person. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think a little angry toddler, like running around, stomping yep. feet. You know, like, <laughs> that's what it is. It's like your little inner child that's just freaking the fuck out, and you're like, "Yeah, why can I not be a put together adult?" And it's like, "Well, we're just basically little children stopping, running, screaming in right. big bodies." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh,
0: that visual is like pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, so for people that, like, want a tarot reading,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how how do they go about doing that?
1: Um, so I have, like, two ways. So basically the easiest way is to just drop me a line on my Instagram. You can just drop me a DM. I'm cool to answer those. Um, I also have the Etsy shop, which is at Soul Magic Tarot. And my purpose for that was to more so display people – the so many different ways that tarot can teach you. Um, I think there's just a lot of, um, stigma, uh, around it just being like a fortune telling joke or a fortune telling trick or, um, uh, you know what I mean? Like, or just like a center like around relationships and stuff. But like we did with you, there's, um, we can do business spreads. If you guys follow moon cycles, um, The new moon is tomorrow. So, new moons are about like intention setting and, you know, bringing things towards you. Whereas full moons are about releasing energy. So, you can do tarot spreads like around that. So, I really wanted to show that way just how tarot can really serve us beyond the stigma of what people think it is. So, yeah, either my Instagram, which is soul magic tarot, or the Etsy shop, which is also a Soul Magic Tarot.
0: <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I'll put um I'll put her Etsy shop and handle in the show notes so you guys can go check her out. Um her page is amazing, like your especially <laughs> shop, I was checking it out. And I'm like, oh my God, the spreads are so beautiful. It's almost it's kind of like art to me, you know? And yeah. It, it is very like a creative spiritual um experience, I think, because mm-hmm. you can make it mean whatever the hell you want. exactly and like you talked about that like free will it's like okay you could read the card and make it write a description and I could read your description and make it mean something totally different yeah it doesn't matter because it's like the goal is like just feel good about whatever the thing is
1: exactly And, and yeah and I think that's too like if other people have had um tarot readings from other people um uh, I guess kind of more so the way I work is with spirit guides. So usually before I start a reading, I will call in my own and I will call in yours. So sometimes like when people get channelers who get messages that are like, you know, they may not make sense to us. They may make sense to you or just kind of like what you said is like, you're giving me this information, but this is how it resonates. and means to me. So like it can, I, I don't really know where I was going with that, but just saying if you ever got a hair reading from someone <laughs> that like didn't 100% resonate, it's just also really important to look at what the information you got and you're like, well, what is this actually? Yeah. Am I making sense?
0: Totally. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah I think
0: it's like, that's what like, when something resonates, it's just, they recognize it as truth, right? Like maybe you don't resonate with something. And in fact, like you said at the start, it just kind of helps you see what you don't want. And sometimes it's, it's overwhelming to think about what we do want. It's easier to think about what we don't want. So in a way it's still a guide.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So cool. Um, So what's (laughs) what's like next for you in like the coming months? Like, do you have anything exciting going on that you want to share?
1: Um, not so much. So I live down the shore. So hopefully everybody here right now is hoping that our summer is not not. uh, We all hope it's going to happen. So I think with most of everybody, how they have cycles of things like this is. Um, so in the spring right now, I've been actually teaching my tarot class, which is next Monday is their last class. Um, it's my first time actually teaching the tarot. Cool. So like, in yeah. <laughs> so in the spring is like my education, everything. My summer is my hustle. Cause we live down the shore and then, um, fall and winter is just kind of when I probably more so like turn back in and then, um, do a lot more like online based readings and stuff like that so um I don't know I guess that yeah. the
0: answer for that. <laughs> yeah, I love it no this <laughs> approach to like yeah you no know, using different types of energy and seasons and stuff I'm I'm such a fan of working like yeah. with the natural flow of things rather than, yeah. you know, fighting, fighting against. Um, and for everyone listening, like Colleen, you do, it's all like online. So, mm-hmm. right. It's like you do, how do you deliver your, your reading? So if people are interested.
1: Yeah, I can do them. I usually, I do them three different ways. So, you know, some people don't want to be face to face and some people also just like to have emailed readings too, so that they can refer back to them. Um, so I can send e- uh, readings via email. Uh, I can do them YouTube, like pre-recorded, and then send you the link, and it's, it would be a private link so nobody else could access your reading. Um, or we can do like a face-to-face on Zoom or FaceTime or something like that. So it kind of depends on the person what they, what they want.
0: <laughs> I love that. It's so it's it's so adaptable and appropriate, especially in times of social distancing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can, you can still get the work done, and um, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to to hear what everyone thinks and like just share this experience because I know it meant so much to me and it was almost like it happened and then I forgot about it and I referred back to it like in the middle of the year last year and I was like holy shit like (laughs) I've made so much change like it's a really good almost like benchmark too for for people to just be like whoa I've come so far or like whoa I haven't I need to do things yeah um, or you know like stop overthinking or wh- whatever it is it's it's a nice little anchor in yeah. in time for you and
1: that's that's also another good point like sometimes you might get a reading and at that even though like the tarot is the present moment like I'm not gonna say that sometimes it doesn't pop up for like future instances so kind of like what you said you're like well maybe at that moment it didn't resonate with me with me, and then I went back, and I was like, holy shit, like, <laughs> actually, like, that reading was more so of, like, an upcoming energetic, like, experience that I was going to have, and maybe not so much as the present moment, so I think that's why, also, for some people, it's, like, a really good thing to have down on paper so that they can refer back and say, yeah, I've come so far, or I need to get my shit moving. <laughs> i together. <laughs> no. Oh my yeah. God, this has been so
0: fun and it's so exciting like learning about it too because I know I just learned so much about it and awesome. on the receiving end of the reading, um, I kind of went into it open-minded and I think that that's reco- like recommended, like yeah, you're not attaching to anything. I think that's why it felt really good for me because I was like, I don't know what this means. Like I'm just going with it. You know, I'm taking the pieces I want and I'm leaving what I don't and yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So-
1: it's like a journal prompt and a birthday invitation. Yeah.
0: One. <laughs> like the best combo of things, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, if you had to leave the listeners with a piece of advice or like something that you learned in your own reading practice,
1: um, mm. what would that be? Oh man, such good questions, Sam. Um, <laughs> I just say, I think tarot... Above all has taught me to be more gentle with myself and really understanding that things ebb and flow, and that there's like medicine in everything, whether it's a great experience whether it's a bad experience, and you know not to shy away from either experience because there's there's we just learn so much and to I don't know, I guess just, just not shy away from growth. And it's funny because I feel like a lot of the times it is scarier for us to step into our power and realize how much change we can do and how much we can influence our own life or each other's lives. And like, that is scarier than living in these self-made safe places that we create for ourselves and just even like as I've been growing and stepping more into that like power or that self-confidence, like even being gentle with that, because that's scary. You know what I mean? Of you being like, oh, well, I can actually, I can actually really do this. Like yeah. that's scary in itself. And just being gentle in all areas, like, you know what I mean? I do. I,
0: I <laughs> that. And it's been something I've been practicing so much recently, like just being nicer to myself. You know? Yeah, like stop being such a dick to yourself. Like it doesn't it doesn't get you farther in life. You know, yeah. like the harder you are in yourself. I think we always associate like, oh, I just gotta like
1: fucking do it.
0: You know, I just gotta help yeah. up <laughs> like, for what?
1: Yeah, for like, why?
0: Like, would you ever do that to someone you love? I know. No,
1: that's such a good self reflection tool too. It's just like, would I ever tell my friend she's like fat, ugly, and stupid? i like, never. Except that one bitch that I actually. (laughs) (laughs) That I meant it for.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't let me sit with her at the cafeteria in high school, but besides her. (laughs) I love that. Um, Okay. So, where people can find you on Etsy and Instagram? Is that the main places? Yes. Cool and uh, soul magic tarot, and I'll yep. put the links to your stuff below. Um, it's been so amazing doing this and sharing you with everyone, and I just love your energy. And I'm so grateful that we have crossed paths and that you've been able to work your well. I guess magic, kind of, you know. Um,
1: yeah, like, <laughs> <You're> yeah soul <laughs> magic.
0: Yeah, soul magic on me. It's, <laughs> it's been so beautiful to observe you and like just see you do your thing. And then I get, I get to kind of relish in that and get a little gift out of it. I got my birthday and my RSVP.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah. It's so wild. Um For those of you, uh, Sam, I met, I came across Sam on my explore page on my Instagram. And whenever I look at Sam, I'm just like, who knew what could totally flourish out of the explore page on Instagram? Like, <laughs> I, it's, so cool.
0: it's, it's so cool how that happens.
1: I know. It's awesome. Oh,
0: God. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I know.
0: <laughs> you're so welcome. It's, it, I'm so blessed to have you in my life and in my circle. And um, I know that everyone listening is definitely going to go stalk you.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: I mean, you're <laughs> such a bright light and I'm so, I'm so grateful to be connected. So Thank you. Me, me as well. Okay. <laughs> have <laughs> been a great ending, rest of your day. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please go check out Colleen. She is a gift to the world.
1: awesome thank you so much all right love you too bye
0: Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and a huge shout out to Colleen for sharing all of her knowledge on the tarot and just turning inwards. I know that I learned a lot from this episode and it was such a beautiful experience being able to have my cards read. And if you've never gotten them read, go check it out. Go check Colleen out. Let her know I sent you um, and she will give you a special deal just for Balance with Sam listeners. Um, I'm really excited to hear what you guys think of the episode. And just a reminder, Breakthrough the Binge is officially open for enrollment. I'm so stoked. It is going to be open until May 29th, so get your butt in there. This is a course. ...for you if you are struggling with overeating, maybe binge eating, emotional eating, and you want to break free of that. Maybe lose some weight, but really just heal your relationship with food and feel good and feel confident in your body. Just step up and be the unstoppable version of you and really own who you are. This course is for you. I'm so excited to bring it to you. And if you are interested, the link is in the show notes. It's in my bio. I'm going to be talking about it for the next 10 days. I'm so excited kicks off on June 1st. So make sure you snag your spot before May 29th. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode and I will catch you next
1: week.